So, uh, coming back with another episode of Hardcore <laughs> Daydream. Here we are. Yep, yeah, we are here again. Uh, just a disclaimer, uh, we do use, uh, there is graphic language and other content verbally. It involves so, the words. Uh, so, let's just piss sideways and get on with this adventure. I knew that would come up. Ah. You couldn't have at least thrown like a couple of serious bad words in that intro. I piss sideways on your grandmama's titties. That's, well, at well. least you didn't talk about fucking the cabbage again. No, he's fucking a head of lettuce after he pulled the heart of the lettuce I out. I should not have brought that Drizzling up. Drizzling some like Thousand Island probably because of the consistency. And uh -huh. fucking shit out. Yeah, no, that you you have fun with that. That sounds like that's all you. You're special. Technically, that's all Nate, but... So, yeah, it came out uh, two days ago. Well, actually, no, still still less than two days ago. Uh, the Suicide Squad by James Gunn. No, it came out like three days ago, dude. Well, it's like today's the ninth. Today's the ninth. It came out the sixth. Oh, it came out the sixth? Okay, yeah. I was thinking it came out the eighth for some reason. Oh. It's been a very long day. But anyway, yeah, um... Now, Poco says, what the fuck? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's fair. They uh -huh. might be new. What? They might be new. Yeah, might be. Um, so, I just want to go ahead and outright say that movie was way better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, okay. Like, I thought it was going to be good, but I didn't think it would be that good. You know it got a 95% of Rotten Tomatoes? That's yeah. fair. And it's like officially the highest rated uh, movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Which I don't like Rotten Tomatoes anyway, but... Yeah, the simple fact that it got, you know, they actually didn't hold back and... Yeah, just painted a picture on that one. I really... Oh, man. Just, yeah, that it's whole movie was great. Um, I'm trying to think. I love the beginning. I love it opening with Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah. That was that was a that was a good choice. Uh I still believe Jailhouse Rock is overplayed. Yeah. So I'm glad they went with that instead. Yeah. That was a good choice. Johnny and the bird Cash got is his revenge. Yeah, the bird got his revenge, I love that. Because um when when we see him and when we see Savant later floating in the ocean. Uh, that same kind of bird lands on him and starts and just rips a piece of him off. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I was literally not expecting that, that many people to die that soon. Um, I figured something similar to that might happen, but I thought it was going to be about 10 minutes further into the movie than it was. Yeah, I mean, like, I, thought, I figured it was I predicted it was going to have, like, a dual narrative between two su uh, suicide squads. Yeah. And I actually, like, said. Maybe one went in, and then the second one got sent in to rescue the first one, or something like that. Yeah, that's what you kept saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I thought. It, that's what I could, it could, could see it being. But instead, what it was, you had the fake Suicide Squad. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, majorly. You had the fake Suicide, uh, suicide Squad. Suicide. Yeah. Uh, you had the fake one going in first, and then you had the second one on backup, which is where the main cast actually came in, besides Harley Quinn and Colonel Flag. Yeah. Everybody Rest else in peace. died. Except Weasel. Did you hear what I said? Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. 
Especially my man Polka Dot Man. My man Polka Dot Pokemon Man. Polka Dot Man was cool. Man. He was expertly cast. Yeah. He did an amazing job. His fucking mom. <laughs> uh, I love the my favorite part with his mom was at the nightclub. Yeah. Where they're all like grinding up on him and everything. And then there's that one mom where it's just like the giant blue beard in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, I did like that one. That whole, the lady his who, whole character was... The was, lady who played his mom did an amazing job as well. Yeah. I think she's the one... If nobody else, I think at least she should get an Oscar from that movie. <laughs> no, I think Sylvester Stallone should. Mm-mm. If anybody, hmm. I'd probably go with... Um, what's her name that did Ratcatcher? Yeah. She did such a good job. She, she might did. have been my favorite character. Peter Capaldi did an amazing job as well. He did. I mean, um, he burst. Like I loved a his sass. Yeah, he did burst like a watermelon. Yeah, I loved his sass and just his um, presentation. Yes. Yeah. His um, diction. <clears throat> I loved the way he talked. Yeah. And I loved the words that he used. Like just the way his character was written in general was. Yeah. Just, mwah. And then Peter Capaldi just blew it out of the park. Oh, of course he did. Yeah. Mm. I really liked him in, uh, what was it? Uh, was it World War Z? Yeah. yeah. I actually really liked when him in that as well. he was the Who Doctor. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> he was Doctor Who, I mean, technically. So, uh, speaking of characters. Oh, yeah, he was also on the classic BBC TV show, Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Shit. Um, he played one of the companions, I think. Uh, Do you hear what I said? What? He played one of the companions, I think. Yeah, he just got the most screen time. Coincidentally. Um, no, I, I, I want to go ahead and bring it up, though. Isn't he also a Roman emperor or something? Yeah. yeah. Yes. He was there, that was during David Tennant's run. So, I do want to bring this up, though. And there is a flashback to that later, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Sorry. You sons of bitches, you already made me forget. <laughs> Our powers are working. This bastard's higher than astronaut pussy. <clears throat> Pretty high. Um, Hi, how are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm alright, how about yourself? So, I do want to point out the fact that I absolutely hate John Cena. Yeah. As we... an actor... I think we I don't actually like talked about a wrestler anymore. We, we talked about yeah. that on the wrestling podcast. Yeah, we did. Like I, I felt like I said, like maybe if it, maybe if he's done right, if he did right, uh, the Suicide Squad could be a new launching pad for him. Yes, we yes and we did talk about that. Was he was actually good? He was in the Suicide Squad. He was, he was one of my favorite characters. He was way better than I was expecting. Yeah, okay. I mean it was. He actually did well. I mean, that's the first thing I can say about any movie I've seen him in. This was actually a good movie with a good character that he played immaculately. Um, the videos we were watching the other, the wrestling videos we were watching the other day with John Cena. Yeah. Uh, seeing him in that just kind of made like, just put a bad taste in my mouth. Almost. Yeah. It, <laughs> I liked him when was... he first came in because he did the whole Thugonomics rapper gimmick. That, 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 was... I could, that I could uh, get get along with, it, but this whole Boy Scout routine bullshit now, nah. It just, was no. uh, the one that I was thinking of, the one where he gets the championship belt, and then uh, what's his name? It's on the tip of my tongue. CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk steps out with his belt. Yeah. 
Oh, I was Stephen well, and I, I were watching, talking about that earlier. I was watching that when that happened on TV, and it was great. That I was looked, the only thing that kept me watching wrestling. He was working on the pinwheel trays mm-hmm. for tomorrow. Yeah. And I said, man, I can't wait to hear Cult of Personality. And he just giggled, and he said, me too, man, me too. Dude, the best edit I've heard where somebody predicted what his music would be, <laughs> it like you hear the whole intro to that one song by the Alan Parsons Project, the one that Michael Jordan used when he came back. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden... The audio cuts, and it, and you just hear CM Punk from no promo going, now that I have everybody's attention. I, I and love that. And it just that. cuts right into Cult of Personality, and it, it sounded awesome. That's, I remember I, you showed me that. It was, oh, dude, oh, that was sick. That it was, was super sick. Wow. He's my favorite wrestler. Yeah, I mean, you, you've only seen little bits. I've only seen you little bits. I, I, I looked him, up yeah. some stuff as well. Oh, you did? Yeah. He I, was a bad dude him. in wrestling. Yes. I mean, he went to UFC. It didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the obvious thing. That's what everybody knows now. Yeah. But I mean, what they're what I don't know why they're giving him so much shit, because he put in the work. I mean, he genuinely tried. I mean, yeah. I mean, he he went in. He got his ass kicked. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, at least I may have got my ass kicked. But at least I fucking went for it. You know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, cool. You know, I like you just because of that. So. Yeah. yeah. You know, he also actually worked with Marvel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, He once he left WWE, he got into a different, bunch of different stuff. And I think his wife actually still works for Marvel. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that one. Yeah. I mean, if it's not Marvel, it's another comic company because they both were working in that industry. But anyway, back to the Suicide Squad. <laughs> back to the Hall of Justice. So... Cast was good. Characters were great. Um, another thing I liked was the designs of everything. Ron Baby 69, my Georgia boys. What's yeah, up, my what's dude? What's happening? Talking about Suicide Squad. Yep. Such a good movie. But yeah, even though some of them were over the top, they yeah. were not like over the top enough to look bad. But not only because they made themselves self-aware. Because even Blood, even Bloodsport sat there and said... At least I don't got a toilet seat on my head. You son of a bitch! Yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I yeah. loved, I loved the callback later in the movie where he shoots a smaller bullet through Peacemaker's yeah. bullet. Yeah, that was funny as hell. <laughs> that yeah. Are we are we just gonna not even bring up Bloodsport's gun? Okay, that his was, weaponry yeah. was beautiful and his helmet, because it had like the bottom part right here is like a skull. Which, yeah, and then the skull, top part was an actual that visor. Metallic- the way it was metallic and made me think of Alien. I am not the only yeah. one. All three of us. It literally, okay. it literally looked like the bra- the bottom half of that prop. When you looked at just that jaw, it looked like an alien. Yeah. Um, Ron Baby sixty nine says you guys should bring in your girlfriends one night. <laughs> uh, One's already here. Um, she's asleep. She's asleep. But no. uh... The designs were good. I mean, even on uh, uh, Starro and the Fang. Starro looked incredible. And even the Ratcatcher. Nothing, the Ratcatcher nothing looked... was over-designed. It was designed with the right amount of Polka Dot Man looked incredible. He did. I mean, I was actually shocked. Because uh, I'm sitting there thinking, that's was, just... He's, I'm sitting it was there... almost comic, like his comic-accurate costume. It was. I like, mean... It was a little different. But... Uh, yeah, but it wasn't... It wasn't it, it was enough different that it was modern, but it wasn't enough that it, you still couldn't recognize it from a mile away. 
Because I remember seeing it in the movie, and I'm like, dude, he's going to stick out like a sore thumb. That's going to look awkward. Yeah. But it didn't. He blended in with every fucking body else. It was, at least it was in, weird. But at least was... until he started swelling. That was... uh, Ron Baby 69, the one in the middle. What's her name? Oh. <laughs> her name's Patrice. Me. And I will murder you. Can't say that on camera. Fair. The music was actually, was actually nice. Are we going to skim over TDK? Oh, the detachable kid or whatever. That, that one of the most oh. ridiculous characters, in my opinion. Such a good character. Ron Baby 69 so said Patty. Patty. Uh, I was hoping I'd escape that. Never. Sheesh. Um. Oh. I should have grabbed the leprechaun hat. <laughs> I really should have. Oh, man. Um, the, mu the music for the movie was actually good. It was... I was expecting it to be mostly older songs like Guardians of the Galaxy, well, I mean, but yeah, I do but... understand it's a different aesthetic. Yeah. So he went with different and, songs. Yeah, I mean, but it was different songs that were from different decades, yeah. though. And different Point styles. Point of No Return was incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's like he literally, like, took that mute the soundtrack for that movie and did it scene by scene to yeah. pick out which picks that environment the best yes and it and worked yes it was wonderful i'm assuming that's what he did with uh awesome mix volumes one and two but i mean kind of but i also feel like he would he mostly picked those out for the star lord character to begin with at least like yeah. that's the driving thing is that it's what Star Lord would have on his uh, yeah yeah any kind of audio so he's, he's not gonna have anything zoom new now word. yeah he's got a zoom he's got all of today's hits like I think of something so it's just like Nirvana and stuff yeah that would be kind of funny some more David Bowie I hope the later years Ziggy Stardust um, years yeah that's what I was about to say yeah. Hey, Hale White Duke's not bad, though. I love me, like, mm. Yeah. David Bowie's peace. <laughs> so, I also want to bring up the fact that the story was actually good, and I feel like it oh, completely yes. revitalized Suicide Squad as an oh, idea. Yeah. Yes. Because I feel like that, that was, was uh, mm. the original movie made it suffer. Yes. I mean, the original movie was just trying to fix a problem that they caused. Yeah. This time it was a Rather heroic effort. I mean, it was a masterpiece. Yes, but I yeah. love that they used the files as leverage. Yeah, that, that whole thing kind of really, it really changed it up a bit. It wasn't. I did like that because that was another thing I hated about the first one. The whole movie, they go through this mission not knowing what the fuck they're doing, only to find out that they were there to met rescue Walrus all the time. Yeah, I mean, I did not like that at all. I thought that was ridiculous and stupid. But in this one, you know, we're actually given a mission with an objective, and that's when we find out the dirty little secrets, and that's when it just kind of changes the whole yes. ground for that whole movie. Because from the moment they find out to the moment the movie ends, I consider that the full final act. Yeah, that because yes. you, you just see that shift. And like it's just the like, second yeah. Peacemaker points his gun, pretty much right. There. Yeah, I yeah. mean that that's just from where you there see to that the huge end of the movie. climactic shift. Yeah. And it, yeah. Like, it was yeah. great. It was. Oh, I'm still pissed that they killed my boy Joel Kinnaman as 
Colonel Flag. I'm At least still he went out fighting. Killed my yeah, he, he went man. out fighting like a motherfucker. Oh, he did. I mean, I, I, he had a respectable death by yes, all means. Yes, he did. He had him on the ropes. Yeah, and that that's that one part whenever he first, uh, whenever they first get up off the ground and you just see the reflection of the fight in his helmet. That was a cool camera trick, and I like that. Yeah, I told you. I told you. Like that was that. that was sick. I love that. It was different. I saw it, and yeah. I, it really impressed me. Honestly. Yeah. Um, leave, it, leave it up to James Gunn for I that, know. I think. Yeah. Like, 100%. To have that idea. He thinks outside of the box just enough to actually, like, turn anything... Into anything. Into anything, yeah. Literally. He's a genius. <laughs> so I actually put this between a pro and a meh. You know, meh is my middle ground yeah. where I can ignore it. I put it between pro and meh. It's actually the CGI of the film. And okay, that's mostly yeah. because, you know, obviously it's WB. It's got its little glares. That you can that you can really see, but it was not uh, overpowering enough that you could just like exactly focus uh, on it. It was, barely, done, it was done well. Yeah, yeah, it didn't bother me personally. Which I think that's one of the reasons why uh, I understood it was supposed to be a tad quote unquote cartoony. Yeah, and that's why it looked the way it did. Yeah, and that's just I the mean, what it really terms I set in my head. Right, if it wasn't a little cartoony, exactly. Which I think that's so. Uh, uh, I think that's why they cut down a lot on the like major CGI heavy action throughout the middle of the film. Yes. Four star because the the opening of the film and the actual final act from the time he points his gun to the end of it. Mm -hmm. That's the parts in the movie where the CGI gets expensive. That's probably why Weasel got killed. Yeah, honestly. I mean, well, there's other that reasons, would, but... that wouldn't surprise me though. Uh, Sean Gunn. Yeah. Uh, who played Craglin in Guardians of the Galaxy and whatnot. Yeah. I love that scene at the end of the second one where he does the arrow. Yeah. And it goes into Drax. Oh, that's so funny. I love... I went and saw that one in the theaters twice. Nobody likes to show off. Only what they're doing is dope as fuck. I love that line. That that is a good that line. That was one of my favorite lines in the whole film because I just saw the I was like, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That that one got me as well. I was just thinking of the entire sequence story in the middle of the film where they're uh, at the uh, camp of the resistor, oh, yeah, and they just start and they just murder everybody. Yeah. Yes, when they're one up, yeah, you up and rescue time. you. This is the freedom fighter resistance. Oh. It was like, oh, it was like, no, we didn't see funny. anybody outside. Oh, no, 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 we didn't see nobody. No, that was a, again, that was James Gunn speaking super hard. I mean, that was like straight from his mind. I felt what like. about I want, I want a TV show about Ratcatcher One. Yeah, I want that would Taika be cool. Watiti in it. Yeah, and I want the season finale to be him overdosing on heroin like he did. <laughs> In, in the flashback. Well, that would make it a miniseries. Well, yeah. But yeah. I, I want a miniseries like that. Yeah. That would be nice. So, under I my... I want to see him in action as Ratcatcher. Under my uh, man category... Yeah. Which, there ain't really no cons, because I'll move that over to a man. But, uh, first off, is editing. Because uh, the editing was nice, 
It didn't have WB's back <laughs> pattern of everything where you can... Because it was James Gunn. Because if, if, you know, if you notice a lot of WB films, if there's a spot where they don't like the way it sounds, they'll literally like have them re-record their lines and dub over that scene, but yes. they'll do it at an angle that you can't actually fully see their mouth. And we a didn't lot really of have it, that. Yeah. No, and, uh, it did. Suicide yeah. That's, what, That's what I mean. That editing was very well done. There was just a couple of James plots. Gunn. <laughs> yeah, there was just a couple of plots here and there where you saw like, oh... <laughs> Like whenever, whenever Peacemaker is marching through the camp and he literally doesn't even touch his pouch and yeah. he just like loads it in like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. And then there was another one that I remember seeing, but it's not coming to me right off the top of my head. But yeah, either way, I mean, it's a man because you know that happens. And it was, it wasn't like again, it wasn't big enough goof ups that it messed with it. Oh, I know you guys haven't seen it, uh, so I'm not gonna say a whole lot. But the most recent episode of Rick and Morty was incredible. Lots of story movement. Loved it. Can't wait for the finale next episode. We got an even more yet? No. Well, when you watch the episode, which if you're willing to, after the podcast, we will watch that episode. Because nothing from the previous episodes from season five have any ramifications to that episode. Hmm. So I can show you that one. It was uh, I, I incredible. I, I get up again. Bitch. Okay. Well, I mean, I work a day job, sir. You gotta be up at five in the morning. I don't even have to be awake until like two if I chose. Uh-huh. That's why I make more money than you do. No, you don't. Your wages are gone, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I still make more than you do. How much you make on this paycheck? I'm not gonna say that out in the open on a podcast. <laughs> Motherfucker, write it down. Cause I know exactly how much I got on this paycheck. <laughs> He's so proud of that small little gap with the sense. I told yeah. you I knew exactly what I got on this paycheck. Okay. Told you I made more than you. Uh, Teal says, are you discussing B uh, Buffy Season 5? Rick and Morty Season 5, Episode whatever, or Episode 8. Yeah, the, me and Pat hadn't seen it yet, so we don't really have any input on that. Oh, good. Oh, while we're right here, I'm going to talk about it for a minute. So they dropped, I think it was yesterday... They, yeah, it was yesterday. They dropped the trailer for uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean. And they showed off more in the trailer than I thought they were going to. It surprised me that we actually got uh, Jotaro in the trailer. Um, it surprised me a bit that we got the section of the arrow in the trailer. And, But I'm really excited for it. Netflix is doing it themselves this time. It's a Netflix uh, exclusive, and it looks like it's going to be really, really good. I'm really excited for it. Uh, by the way, oh, mm, Rick and Morty has jumped the shark. Well, they did. I'm not going to talk about it because they haven't seen it, but dear Lord, they did. Oh, boy. So, in between man and cons as far as the Suicide Squad, the only thing I had was deaths. Okay. Because, I mean, it was a good death, but still, 
mad about Rick Flag. Joel Kinnaman's my guy. Love him to death as an actor. Great guy. <coughs> um, fucking. Uh, I think it's so funny that it, Pete Davidson almost played his Chad character from SNL. Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. And then he gets his face blown off. So good. Yeah. That, First actual death in the movie. Which I wouldn't even consider it a bad thing that we got all these faces that we were hyped for in the trailer, and then they just got killed immediately. I was I was expecting it, and I was excited to see it. See, because it was like you were saying, that was a good diversion. And, I mean, it it was. I mean, it was. Definitely. It panned out to just to be one of the, the best DC movie I've seen <laughs> since, like, Batman Returns. They did in some episodes in season four, but definitely series premiere of five is when it jumped. Yes, they did do some stuff in the premiere, but it's like, I'm thinking like episode, what was it, four or five that I'm thinking of, where they really jumped the shark. But these men haven't seen it, so I'm not going to say what they did. It was ludicrous. <laughs> but... Why do I feel like the rapper Ludacris is in that episode and you're <laughs> just making us no. very... Okay. I'm, that would be both I thinking would say. past you. We're That's both a good point. I mean, you yeah. shouldn't put it past me. But yeah, I mean, overall, The Suicide Squad was a damn good film. Highly recommend seeing it, getting on HBO Max or in theaters. Which, by the way, coming soon. The Suicide Jesus. Squad has officially netted twenty six point five million dollars in the box office in the U.S. box office, Damn. which was more than Wonder Woman eighty four. Well, that movie. Lol, you're so generous. <laughs> um, I I really like Van Harmon. Uh, I like pretty much everything he's done. I love Community. Uh, Monster House was incredible because he wrote that. Huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And he did an amazing job with that. Um, it bombed. I personally was okay with the first handful of episodes, and then they fucking jumped the shark. Um, I think he's But I really like this. Suicide Squad. Squad, the new one did not bomb. Well, it bombed as far as, like, the normal standards of money-making. Yeah. did. But, I mean, still, it did more than Wonder Woman 84, which was pre-pandemic, mind you. Yes. Me. And... On top of that, overseas, like entire U.S. or entire world altogether, it's netted almost eighty million. I mean, it's already an international hit. So, yeah. And I feel like if you give it a little bit more time, let the reviews build. But up. is that Plus, also counting like yeah, I, I HBO think it's Max subscriptions? HBO Max people that tuned in to watch it. So like we did. Yeah, I mean, because if you can watch it from home, I'm going to watch it. Unless it's like... Unless it's something that needs to be seen in 4K3. Like we said, we are going to see Doctor... Or no, I think we're going to see... I think one of the next ones, yeah, is No Way Home. No Way Home and The Kingsman are the two that we are wanting to go see. Yeah. In theaters next. Uh, By the Hill says, this delay does not make for an environment that encourages chat. Eh, we like to chat. Sorry. But the delay does get a bit annoying, especially if yeah, we shift but... topics super fast at some point. Yeah. It also, uh, our internet's not the best right now. We're actually in the process of getting it upgraded, and hopefully that'll actually get rid of any kind of latency. Any bad latency, yeah. yeah it'll so... reduce it. It won't completely Yeah, it won't get, get rid, rid of, of it, it, but it'll make it a little bit more... Uh, a lot more yeah, because of where we're set to More clear cuts, so that way it actually keeps up with everything that's going on. Um... And then also, uh, 
James Gunn has actually said he wants to do more DC movies that are based around villains. That's fair. So, could you imagine? A Calendar Man movie? No. James Gunn's Legion of Doom. Yeah. Yeah, think about that for a minute and let that settle in. That'll be... That'll be sick. I'm super down for Legion of Doom like that. Ooh. Brother Blood and the and the Hive. Ooh. Yeah. Kingsman style. Oh, I figured. Yeah. That's what I'd want. Oh, who was it that directed Kingsman? I'd want to see King that guy direct that. Uh, By the Hill says, No Way Home. Do you think it would be pushed to a later release date? Uh, and, all, and all and no trailer released yet? Um, We've been talking about this for the last yes. couple of days. Um, I'm thinking, okay, so I would not be surprised either way. Yeah. December is a really good release date for movies. Yeah. Uh, and there's so much coming out in December, which might be another reason they push it, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if they pushed it to, like, March or April. Or even just January. Yeah. But... But, um... There's also, I've heard a handful of people speculate that they might not even drop a trailer. Yeah, I was about to say, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it got pushed back, but in they could literally like not do a trailer and it will still keep the hype that it has now. Yeah. Kyra Damis, what's Whoa, up, bud? Boy. What up, fellas? How's Georgia life tonight? Very humid. It's cooling off. It's yeah, cooling off. I'm I'm still pouring over here. Good grief. Uh yeah. Yo shiny big ass head. Well, I mean, hey, uh, by the hill, what if it drops in three days, I think? That's what we're Ooh. hoping for, because I actually heard it was, didn't we say it was on the 10th? Was when we heard? Yeah, I think that's what we heard, yeah. Yeah. From somebody. Yeah, I mean, if it drops tomorrow, cool. I mean, that's awesome, but again, it could live, it, it could, could be literally be, anytime. it'd be perfectly fine with it the could, hype it already has without a trailer. Could have dropped three minutes ago. I mean, fuck. Yeah, knows? that's a good point. So because Marvel likes to pull a sneaky on us. Yeah. And Sony. By the Hill says, know the show what if. Oh, what if every single time I read what if, I literally see it as a question. Okay. I don't even think about the show. But yes, I am excited for that too. Yes, we to are very, very excited much. for that. I'm really excited for Living Gauntlet Ultron. Yeah. And uh I'm excited for that um what was the other one I was really wanting to see? Oh, the one that we see in the trailer with Iron Man and Killmonger. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to see whatever that is. Uh, Ron maybe six nine says, "Can I see pictures of your girlfriend, guys? We have none on hand." So Did you just hold up your hand? <laughs> Alright, Mister Smartass. Um, Kyra Damon says, "What's dropping tomorrow?" Well, it sounded like you made it. Uh, supposedly, uh, we're there. We're actually going to get the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer tomorrow supposedly that's what we've heard yes it could be tomorrow or it could be three days from now we don't know we've heard it sometime this week it's pretty much what we've been hearing yeah on hand <laughs> well and you said it i was uh, i thought you were making the joke first no i was literally just saying we don't have any like with us on hand All right, so, so moving from that, um, I do actually have it uh, sketched out like 40, 
35 to 40 ish things that Dude, DC gosh. actually has on its slate wow. for its movies and TV shows. Yeah, I remember. Uh, they got Sparkly Dude as the, uh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Sparkly that's the first, that's the first movie. The first movie is The Batman, March 4th, 2022. Can I see one of your moms? Uh, they do not live here. This is my mom. <laughs> I will throw this pen at you. She's Shut 56. Up. Her okay. name? Her transitioned name is Ike. No. Yeah. For God's sake. Good Lord. <laughs> you good, bud? Oh anyway. <laughs> uh so Cheers boys. Yeah, first thing we got coming out is the Batman, which is on March March fourth. March twenty twenty two. Martha. It has Robert Washington? Pattinson playing uh, Bruce Wayne. Which, by the way, I will be the first to admit I've never been a Robert Pattinson fan until I watched the movie The Lighthouse that he did with Willem Dafoe changed my I opinion. I finally watched that. That so movie, good. yeah. I told that was what changed my opinion on Robert. I Pattinson. agree. He did. Oh, I also love Willem Dafoe. Yeah, I mean that's why I watched it. Yeah. But I wound up becoming a fan of Robert Pattinson after that. That movie was amazing. My, I don't know which one I like more, but my two favorite movies that I've seen Willem Dafoe in has got to be Boondock Saints mm. and Spider Man. Yeah, I mean, just straight up. If he's not coming back to play Green Goblin, I'm gonna be disappointed. Oh, I'm gonna be disappointed. Mom, baby, six nine says my mom lives 500 miles away. Thank God. Can I see one of you guys with your shirt off? No, sir. We do not uh, do that on live camera. You subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> oh for God's sake! So, that being said. I will be the first to admit the trailer looked nice for the Batman. Yeah. If you've seen it. Or haven't yet. Uh, it's it's actually not bad. And when you see Robert Pattinson in the bat suit, he looks like Batman. I mean he actually fills up that suit well. And he actually like looks like Batman. I, I can't really describe it any other way. It just looks natural. Um I wanna see it. I'm looking forward to it. And then after that, in on May twentieth, twenty twenty two, we have DC's League of Super Pets. Yes. Please tell me that's animated or live action. It's CG, and it actually is detailed enough that it looks nice. Now, here's the thing that you that may or may not make or break you. Crypto, Dwayne Johnson. Mm. Uh, what's the bat dog's name? Uh, Ace. Ace. Ace the bat hound. Kevin Hart. Uh-uh. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to see that first. I mean... Huh. I'd have to see it first. Yeah. Um... That's in uh, May. I don't know year. how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, like, iffy about that one, but... I can't really see that. I can't neither, but again, you know, I'll wait and see how the movie actually goes. You know, before I actually, like, give it a final judgment. I mean, I know he was dead. Because I, I won't lie... Um, I won't lie, Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart, they're a great duo. Oh, yeah. So, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for that reason. 
I know he was Bloodsport, but Idris Elba is Ace. Come on. That would be funny. I, I just love Idris Elba as well. Yeah, but Batman with an English accent. Well, it's, it's a dog. dog. Good point. I think that would just make it a little funnier. I like how we said that like we said. So. Skanks. Sean Connery. He's dead. Not Sean Connery. Uh, I meant uh, Patrick Stewart. Oh. As Not bad. No. As Crypto. Wasn't there also a super cat named Streaky? Ian McKellen. Cartoon? As Ace. Do what now? Wasn't there also a cat named Streaky, or am I just thinking of that old cartoon? Cat named Streaky. There was an old animated cartoon of uh, Crypto the Super Dog. Now the theme song stuck in my head. Fuck you. Crypto Super Dog. <laughs> but there was also the cat named Streaky who, like, electrolyzed or whatever. Oh, yeah. He was, he was pretty much the Flash. Yeah, so, I guess. I mean, they, they named off several other people, but those were the only two I actually recognized. So how do you feel about that though? What? Patrick Stewart as Crypto and then Ian McKellen. I'd watch that. Ace. Just... Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I would watch that probably multiple times. Jack Black playing both of them, mm. using different personas because mm. Jack Black could do it. Only if the uh, uh, he also voices everybody else. Name? The villain that was on the cartoon. Uh, I don't remember. The iguana, or yes, there was Lex Luthor's iguana. Yes. Only if that one's played by Jim Carrey. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Only if that happens. So. Mm. Got another one for you. Oh boy. Crypto. Uh -huh. Benedict Cumberbatch. Ace. Tom Hiddleston. Actually, I would swap them. I was thinking the same thing, but I wasn't sure. I would swap. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, yeah. I see that. I was kind of thinking that, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. So after that, though, on July 29th of 2022, after being delayed so long, we're finally getting Black Adam. Yep. Even though it's, it was supposed to come out, like, what, two years ago? Something I like that? Remember. Something. Yeah, it was... That one's been on the in the pipeline for a hot minute. Yes. But we're finally getting it July 29th. They've already finished filming it and everything. So, after that, uh, November 4th of 2022, we are getting The Flash. Do you know if that's based off Flashpoint or... It's actually, it is actually. I do know that much. It is based off the Flashpoint. Do you think we're going to get some like obscure bits in there? Maybe, maybe not. It's hard to say because I know that Michael Keaton is going to be in it as uh, old man Bruce Wayne. Yes. And I know that uh, Ben Affleck's going to be in it as uh, that as uh, Zack Snyder's Batman. And yeah, so we, we could. Have we I shown you, wait, have so I just... shown you that thing I have? Uh, it's in uh, the Trivial Pursuit I have at the house. And there's I've seen other people post it online as well, so I went and checked and see, saw if my copy had it. Mm -hmm. And it was like, which of these people hasn't played Batman? And Ben Affleck's the answer. Yes. I forget okay. where Hero's from. That sounds like but... a, a ramblings of a person living at Nile. <laughs> That's where I can put that. I mean, it's from before uh, the movie. Does that mean that Michael Keaton is technically... 
Ben Affleck's father if they're doing it solely off the because uh, in the Flashpoint universe it was Bruce that got uh, shot and his dad becomes Batman and his mom becomes the Joker. Yes, uh, that yes. is actually one of my favorite versions of Batman. But no, that is not the case. That is Michael Keaton as specifically uh, okay. as Tim Burton's <laughs> Batman because they've already spotted the Tim Burton Batmobile on set. Okay, that's pictures good. got posted to Twitter. They were immediately taken down. Sounds about right. So it's all but confirmed. We're getting like Tim Burton throwbacks, and I could not be happier. Tim Burton throwback sounds like you're using a like Jack Skellington shot glass. Uh, that is actually nobody's mom. That is Dave Vinci's girlfriend. Uh, so coming up after that on December sixteenth, twenty twenty-two, I'm not gonna go see it. I don't know about y'all, but it's uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I kind of want to see it. I'll I probably like see it when it comes on. Uh, like. From my home, I'll probably see it. Yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way to I see it. I wouldn't go in. I haven't even watched the first one. It. I watched a five-minute clip from the first one, and you know why. Yes. Yeah. Black uh, Manor. We are both I just want to see Black Manor. I watched the whole movie because I just felt like it. Um, but I do like Aquaman a lot, but that's mostly because of Black Manta. The only reason I remotely like Aquaman is because of the Justice League series. Yeah. I love that version of Aquaman. But... I will not go out of my way to see the new one. Because, just, no. Hey, you were sleeping. You've been sleeping for a while. Y'all gotta whoop me up um, Uh, okay, after that, June 2nd, 2023, yeah. it's Sam Fury of the Gods. Yes. Have you uh, seen the version of Sam? Yeah. That was actually a damn good movie. I actually hadn't watched it until relatively recently. Yeah, when me and Daniel got you. To Have watch. you guys seen the uh, version of it where you actually see the crew in the background? Yeah. Yes. yes. Funny. Uh, I'm excited for Black Adam. Yeah. And I'm excited for Shazam as well. Yeah. I wonder if that means that since we're getting Black Adam first, that means Black Adam's going to come in probably at the end of the Fury of the Gods. Assumedly so. And that'll probably be what Shazam 3 will be. We'll finally get uh, Shazam versus Black Adam. Yes. Which will be awesome. I don't know why, but you saying Black Adam, I'm mean, I'm assuming it's because it sounds like Atom, but I'm think I've been thinking of Molecule Man for the last hot minute, and that really makes me want like, what was it like, Supreme Emperor Doom or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, where uh, the new uh, Battle World and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh that's. Part of the reason I'm really excited, or I, I was so excited about Kang, because yeah. I knew that that's that meant that Secret Wars and Battle World were coming ASAP. And those are some of the best Marvel stories. Yeah, they are. Um, Just every, every event that was centered around Secret Wars, even the warps, was Secret Warps was incredible, which, wherever it is, I have it around here somewhere. It is an incredible series. Um, it's... They just came out with Infinity Warps, didn't they? No, Infinity Warps was out before Secret Warps. Oh, okay. So it was Infinity Warps, Secret Warps, and, and then... I think they're doing another one, but I, think I don't remember what it is. That's, yes, yeah. that's what it is. I couldn't remember what it was. 
uh, coming after that. Now, everything after this is slated for either 2022 or 2023. We do not have a definite date. We just know it's in that two-year period. Uh, we have a Batgirl movie. Yes, I heard about HBO that. Max. A oh. Blue Beetle movie. I'm excited about that. that one. I would love to see that. I love I really, Blue Beetle. Uh, yeah. Do you think they're Blue doing Ted awesome. Cord or uh, Jaime? They're doing mm. the, the newest iteration of it. Ah. Yeah, they ah, kind of awesome. said that. I didn't know that part. Uh, we're getting a Supergirl movie, which eh. Melissa Benoit is not in it. I'm not going to be interested. Because she was the one who played her on the CW show. And she was just too damn good. That's Supergirl. She can't I, be replaced. I've watched next to none of any of the CW show shit. I was uh, into Arrow and The Flash for a long time, but my main... I watched a little main... bit of Arrow where uh, Deathstroke was, yeah. and that was it. That was like the end of season two. That was actually the second half of season two, technically. My favorite so far has been the uh, Heroes of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. That one's actually my number two. My number one is the, was The Flash which I'm behind on all of it. Because, you know, I don't have cable generally. What about and... that clip of the Flash with Flash by Queen? <laughs> Dude, so good. I'll show it to you after the stream. Oh, over. I, I told oh, him yeah. about it. Oh, But, but I didn't show it to it. him. Yeah. Dude, seeing it is a whole other experience because it syncs up way too damn well. Because we were sharing earbuds at work the other day, and I said, if you don't know the song, I'm going to be a little disappointed. I knew and this I song. played. I, knew this I played song. that song, mm -hmm. and he knew it. And I was, I'm very, I'm very proud of you. I kind of am too. Consider me impressed. Uh, and then also we've got a Zatanna, a Zatanna movie. Yes. Which will be cool. I remember uh, Static about Shock song. is getting a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after that, uh, sometime in 2024, we're going to get Wonder Woman three, eh. done by the same person. Yeah, I wasn't impressed by any of the Wonder Woman. Uh, the best. The first one was I. Uh, you know yeah. what the best part but of the, the second, second one, one was? Pedro Pascal. I mean, he was the best yep. thing about that movie. He was the reason that movie stayed alive as long as it did. He did, he did better than anybody else in the movie. Yeah, it felt did. like he was trying harder than everybody else. Oh, God, yeah. And that uh, made him feel over the top, but I liked it. Uh, and then also, around the same time, they're actually coming out with a... Uh, we don't know if it's a movie or a series, but it's going to be based, on, based in Famascara. About the Amazons. I've never just... My thing is, is I've never been a fan of DC. Mm -hmm. But the stuff I am into is like... I like Blue Beetle. Yeah. I like... Swamp uh, Thing. Yes, yeah, Swamp Thing. But I like Swamp Thing and Man Thing. I mean, it's just... Constantine. Like, yes. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I'm like, ooh, Zatana. I really like that. Eh. I mean, hey, Zatanna was a badass in that yes. Justice League Dark cartoon. I will not deny that. Um, and then like Aquaman to a degree, and that's pretty much it. Well, the animated stuff. I do like watching the animated stuff because of how well done it is. Yeah, I loved animated Constantine. Yes, Matt Ryan never be replaced. Even though he's I, going to be replaced. I really did like Keanu Reeves. Did you in hear the what the CW is doing? What they're writing out Constantine. And bringing in Matt Ryan again in the following season as a completely different character. On what? What? Legends of Tomorrow. Oh. The one show I he was his bad that his Constantine was still alive on. They're writing him off and literally having him play a completely different character. That's bullshit. Why? And that is the most dumbest thing I've ever heard. I remember I I love Constantine. I didn't even know there was a movie until I moved in with 
like you. Like, oh god, that movie was awesome. And I watched it and I fell in love Dude. with that movie. Dude, Keanu Reeves is Constantine. Hilda Sweeten in that movie as well. Oh, Hilda she did amazing. Yes. Dude, Peter Stormare is Lucifer. That's my favorite depiction of the devil yeah. of all time. I mean, it is. Besides, know, besides, did, besides the guy that actually plays Lucifer on the TV show. I haven't yeah. watched that. Oh, you haven't? Man, I'm still behind. I haven't finished season two. I'm, I'm so I'm still way behind. But I've I seen think I looked at like God sells insurance. That's all I can say. I know. I know that part. I looked at the cons or like the description or whatever, and I was like, not really interested right now. See, Daniel was the one who got me to watch. Yeah, I actually I sat down and watched that first season within two days. I, mean, I, I got into it. I might end up watching it at some point, but eh, I don't know. But uh, after that, uh, we've got a few things that we have no release dates on at all. Oh, yeah. uh, Blackhawk is yep. getting an adaption. So is Our Man. Yep. Uh, and Joaquin Phoenix has already been slated to do a second Joker film. I actually liked it. I like the Joker. I liked that version of the Joker. You say it that way. Like, I don't think I've ever related to Joker like I did in that movie. And that's kind of scary to say. <laughs> I don't know what it was about that movie, but it just left a bad taste in my mouth. And I went and saw it with Colin and Logan, and they both said the same thing. After we watched it, we didn't say anything to each other during the movie. We waited till afterwards, and that's what we usually do when we watch a movie. We're like, okay, yeah. thoughts. And we both, or all three of us said... Pretty much the same thing. Mm. It just left a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it's not one I'm going to go back and rewatch again. But I've only watched it that one I time. I mean, if I might, only if I find out they are making the second one, and I'll watch it just to kind of prepare for that. But you know, um, and then Superman's getting rebooted again. Oh joy! Um, I actually also like cringed when he did the like you get what you fucking deserve or whatever. I physically cringe during that scene hmm. it uh, i don't know it just guess who's actually helming the superman reboot uh, who jj abrams uh hit or miss red creeper 29006 says whoa language fuck there was language shit watch your fucking mouth So, um, that's not the only thing that J.J. Andrews has helped. Oops. Fuck, what else does this bastard got up his fucking sleeve? It sticks in my side more than anything else right oh, now. No. I've got to wait and see because if he screws any of it up, I'm gonna hate that man for the rest of my dying days. Okay. What he has it? full production control of Justice League Dark and any characters related to Justice League Dark. Mm. <laughs> he is actually working on a Justice League Dark TV series, a Constantine movie, a Madam mm. X movie, a Naomi movie. He's behind the Zatanna movie. If he fucks any of it up, I'm going to hate him. If he massacres my poor boy Constantine, I'm going to go to his house. I'm going to find him. I'm going to bat him in the head with a frying pan. Okay, so... I'm going to go on... Sorry, Naomi's not here. That's actually going to be a new CW show. I'm going to go on fucking TF2. And I'm going to grind and sell until I can get a fucking Australian frying pan. And I'm going to whack him with that. So... 
Um, I think Brian is TF2. I'll go ahead and tell you what's actually swirling about Constantine. Okay. Okay. Number one. And I want I, Keanu Reeves, and I want Shia LaBeouf to come back. Well, I'm about, well, you're about to be disappointed. So, uh, the first the first bit of news regarding the, the role of Constantine, I don't care about this part of it as long as you can play that character. <laughs> but first and foremost, they said they wanted a person of color to play Constantine. Okay. Which, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I mean whatever. If, if you can play that character, fucking go Exactly. I mean, That's what I was about to say. The only part of it that I have a small issue with, because I feel like that is not Constantine's character, they're thinking about making him a female. And I wouldn't be mad at it. The thing, I well, can the, see it. Yeah, well, that's Clea. Never mind. Well, here, yeah, I was about to say, here's the thing, though. I mean, it's just the it, same character. Well, this is why it doesn't work with me. Okay, so you've got Constantine. And played by Keanu Reeves or Matt Ryan, you can pick either one. That's Constantine. I mean, that is perfect to the T, Constantine. I want Keanu Reeves as he is now to play Constantine. That would be sick. But if you try to turn that character into Ooh. a female, you lose that misogynistic attitude. Because it doesn't work the same for a female as it does with a male. How do y'all feel about the new Matrix movie coming out? I am excited. Too. I'm very much excited. I want to see what they're going to do with it. When is it coming out? December. Of course. Yeah. With everything else. I was going to say, let's see. New season of Jerry's Bizarre Adventure drops. Spider-Man drops. Kingsman's dropping. Uh, Whatever the hell else. I mean, everything. Fucking everything. I mean, literally everything. December. But December has also proven to be such a good month for dropping (laughs) movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's when all of the Star Wars movies have dropped. Oh, yeah. That new Aquaman. Oh, yeah. That's also December. Theaters to see that, but I wasn't paying for it, so. Fair enough. I saw Ready Player One in theaters twice as well. But you see what I mean. If you try to take a character that is literally has that misogynistic edge that makes him a flawed character, and you try to apply that to a female, I just don't feel like that goes the same route because there's more resentment toward a male misogynistic character than there is a female misogynistic character. Yeah. Makes sense? Yeah. I mean... Because, if I'm being honest, there's a lot of people that are like this. If you throw in a male character that's misogynistic, they're going to resent him. You yes. throw in a female that's misogynistic, there's going to be more people that find that sexy than offensive. And that character's not going to have nowhere near the controversial flaw that he has. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just how I feel about it. Tell, I feel- I don't, it doesn't matter what color he is, it does not. I mean, as long as you can play that character. If you got team. the chops, go for it. Literally. But, yeah, it, it just does not work as anything but a, just a guy. Yeah. Which I know in the comics he's actually like, uh, I don't know if he's actually still bisexual or if he's just uh, completely gay now. I think he just fucks whatever he can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Constantine again. He's, exactly. He's, he literally has that misogynistic just I love attitude toward everything that he ever sleeps with. You just, you can't I like get how you said from, everything. You can't, you can't get that from a non-male. Because everything is the best phrase, or best way to phrase that as well. Yeah. Because he's Constantine. Uh, yeah, and it, it is. Every, every single comic that was ever done, every animated movie, every portrayal of him, Ooh. between Matt Ryan and Keanu Reeves, he was misogynistic. Have you seen any of uh, American Gods? No, but it's been on my list. Okay. 
highly suggested. Mike's big time staff says the person in the back is the best one of you. Hmm. Thanks, I guess. Ooh. Maybe it's better Ooh. than seeing what's his face over there. A pup. <laughs> uh huh. Oh. There we go. So, anyway. Getting off my uh, soapbox on that one. Uh, far as TV shows for DC goes, the first one. January, TV shows for DC goes. <laughs> the first one coming out in January of next year is Peacemaker. Yep. It's going to be six episodes, and they're all directed by James Gunn. And I could not be more excited after seeing Peacemaker and Suicide Squad because it is John Cena. I've said it once, I'll say it again. He impressed me. He did. He surpassed my expectations. It was a humongous shock. And I will not discount him fully again as an actor. Exactly. Then uh, everything else, uh, the only thing that actually has a release date is... Uh, Aquaman King of Atlantis, which is going to be a three episode miniseries that's animated. Okay. Okay. Sure. But everything else that everything else doesn't have a uh, release date. But starting from the top, we have a Green Lantern TV show. Hopefully, this won't is, be terrible. Well, this one's actually going to have got Ryan all Reynolds. In it. It's going to have uh, Al Jordan, uh, John Stewart. And then, like every other every other Green Lantern, that's like mainstay in the comics. Did you hear what I said? I said it's got Ryan Reynolds. No. No, I hope not. Okay. So but what about Free Guy? I do want to see that. I do want to see that. That, that, that might be. That does look like I, I feel like that might be a good, good movie. I'm still trying to fully adapt what's going on. We're good talking look. about the uh, DC TV shows that are coming out. Oh. Oh, after... Has Ryan Reynolds done anything DC other than Green Lantern? I don't think so. These people decided to do a live stream without telling me, and I was I was asleep on the Well, you were resting. Resting. Intentions. I mean, I wasn't going to disturb you while you were resting. Tomathan describes himself as a proper gentleman. <laughs> what? <laughs> you want to say that again? Do you English? Hold on. Tom describes himself as a proper gentleman around certain people, but he's more like a 50-year-old man named Mike. Uh-huh. Especially when he's wearing a wife beater. Uh-huh. Because damn, does he look like he just got done beating his kids. Damn. That's fucked up, man. Oh, I know. Anyway, after that we have Strange Adventures with Adam Strange. Especially when you're wearing a Crocs. Shut up. <laughs> Those are wife-beating shoes, dude. Strange Adventures is actually going to be an anthology series. Huh. And it's going to, like, every episode, Adam Strange is going to be involved because he's literally just investigating strange activities. Mm-hmm. That's going to, that, that again is going to be on HBO Max. Then so, after that, we have Gotham PD. It's going to actually focus around the police department of Gotham again, but this time it's actually being done by Bruce Timm. Okay. Matt Reeves, who's doing the new Batman. Mm-hmm. And J.J. Abrams, although because we have two out of three ain't bad, you know, I'm going to give it the benefit of the Yes, doubt. but we've, t- like I said earlier, J.J. Abrams is hit or miss. Yeah. Um, Like, the new Star Trek movies were good. Yeah, they were. Or, I, did, I think I, I only saw one of them and part of another one. I actually liked all three of them. 
uh, I think I saw all of one and then part of three or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just feel like science fiction is his element and he needs to stay there. Yes, because 100%. I did, yeah. I did like uh, his take on the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Yes, his take. Yeah, his yes. take. I want to, I want to see the JJ or I want to see the Abrams trilogy. Yeah, but the only other movie that he did that I liked was the Cloverfield Paradox. I really liked that. I movie. did like that. One. Yeah, but I also got really big into like the ARG aspect of the Cloverfield universe, and I actually mm. liked the first movie. Yeah, I know a lot of people didn't, and I liked uh, Tim Cloverfield Lane as well. John Goodman did such a good job in that movie. I mean, it's John Goodman. I was about to say it is John Goodman. Oh, I was also very surprised that John Goodman was actually in Monsters at Work. Yeah, that got me because I wasn't expecting them to get john goodman for that or billy crystal exactly i mean they, um we need to get caught up on that we're we do we're a couple behind. episodes that's behind. actually a good show that was surprisingly good what we've seen i don't watch uh pixar stuff anymore i mean i don't really have an interest in it but i've seen that and i'm like holy shit this is an actual series let's see how bad this is it was good. I mean, they got John Goodman and Billy Crystal to both come back and be Mike and Sully, and it's not even about them. They're just there. Yeah, I mean, because they run the company. About it, so. it's, uh, it got, yeah. On the fence about seeing it, maybe. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. The funniest part of that show is it gets super dark at certain moments, because there's this one member yes, of the team does. that uh, the main character talks to a lot. She's one of the ones he works with. Every single episode, at least once an episode, she'll reminisce about when this person worked with us and how he met a violent death. Yes. Like one where he actually, one of them actually fell into the door shredder. Yes. And another one got like stuck between two doors as it was getting shipped, they were getting going through the track on the factory. I mean, they, they was some dark well, and more. Yeah, that guy just now. disappeared into the void of nothingness. Yeah, I mean, it, I, those, <laughs> those caught me off guard. I was not expecting those whatsoever, and they were they were funny. Because it's just like, but anyway. What you do is you push somebody through a door, take that door, throw that in another door, then shred That's that That's what they door. did in Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, isn't that, I haven't even played the third one. Literally, Mike and Sully in that game, Yeeted Vanitas, which is what, which Yeetus is why, Vanitas. That's why he became known as Yeetus Vanitas. Okay. They yeeted him through one door. Picked up that door, threw it through the door, picked it up and do it through another door. They went through five doors total and then put it through a shredder. I haven't even played the third. I played the first one. I think that's the only one I played. Three I think I might have played bad. the second one. Three. Kingdom Hearts three wasn't bad, which we'll do a deep dive on it at some. Two point. was also on the PlayStation Two, correct? Yeah. Okay, then I have played it. One and two were good. Three was eh. I played them. Uh, I think I played them with Josh. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, played, I did. Between him and Daniel, they played the hell out of. No, I might have played the first one with Josh and the other one with Dandel, or it might be vice versa. I don't know. Uh, so, after that, uh, they are making, uh, like I said, CW's doing a Naomi show. Yeah. Uh, they're making a, a, a movie about Val Zod, who Ooh. is the Black Superman. Yes. Yeah. The, that's part of, the best part, of, everybody was wanting Michael B. Jordan to do it. And instead... Michael B. Jordan is doing it. Like, he's overseeing yes. the production of it. So okay. he may or may not actually play him himself. If he does, that'd be cool. But if not, you know, at least he's actually like. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I would too. I'm also hoping to see Michael B. Jordan come back in the MCU, but. Yeah. 
We technically are because there have been hints pointing towards the fact that what if is technically canon as yeah. part of the multiverse. Which which is awesome, of course. I'm hoping there's some sort of Kang Easter egg in each episode. There's gonna be somehow. Like, or I was, it's gonna be at the end of it as a post credit. I was telling him the other day, might have been yesterday actually. I wanna see Kang replace Stan Lee now, because since uh-huh. Stan Lee's passed away, and him do like cameos in the background of each movie. That would be funny. But I don't want them to anybody to acknowledge it, that yeah. it's Kang. Alright, so after another, also on the list is DC Superhero High. No, I'm good. Oh no, you think that that one's literally going to be a comedy about the superheroes at high school? Yeah, Didn't they I'm try good. to do an animated Batman similar to that like a long time ago? Possibly, and if they did, I do not remember. That's how bad it was. No, 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 it didn't actually air. There's only like two photographs of it. That's oh. evidence of it at this point. It could, yeah, it could be just a revival of that. Yes. But if that made you cringe, wait till I wait till I tell you the two of the next ones. You're gonna make me cry, aren't you? Possibly. They're doing one about when Clark first starts working at the Daily Planet, and it's actually focused more on Lois Lane interacting with him and it's wanna, called My Adventures with Superman. If I want to see something like that, I'll just go to work with my dad. <laughs> yeah. That one's uh, slated for release sometime within the next two years. Don't know when, but yeah. And then the other one, the one that I could not believe when I first seen it until I looked more into it. Uh-oh. HBO Max is making a series that's targeted kindergarten. Okay. It's it's in the same uh, vein as Cars. Okay. It's Cars in a utopia, right? Okay. But the thing is, they're all kids, and it's about Batman. Because the Batman is the main character. That's not one I'm going His to His name want. is Batman. As I said, that's not one I'm definitely avoiding that one. That's not for me. The best part, the name of it is Batwheels. Fucking course. That one I did not believe when I first seen it, and then I actually looked into it. It's a legitimate thing that HBO Max is doing. Like I said, now there's a lot. Bear with me. You're at the light at the end of the tunnel. It is the single most thing that I'm actually more excited about than Peacemaker. Okay. So. Bruce Tim is doing another animated Batman series. Okay. Number one, it is going to be a new version of Batman. Okay. That he makes himself. Got me so far. Using a new animation style. Okay. With the aim to, quote, introduce audiences to a Batman that they have never seen before. Visually. You know what Batman it's I want to see? What? Gerald Tartofsky's Batman. You know how good that would be? Yeah. That would be cool. I want I would want it like in the similar episode style of Samurai Jack, where mm-hmm. there's not as much dialogue. Yeah. As Batman would be doing his sneaky sneak around or whatever the hell he's doing. Yeah. I could get behind that. Exactly. That could be so good. Especially if he was giving the same 
stuff that or they could do it on Adult Swim. Fuck. Adult I mean, Swim yeah. is owned by Warner or yeah. Time Warner. They could do it on Adult Swim. Yeah. And he's already been given like quote unquote permissions with uh Primal and uh season five of Samurai Jack with more violence and everything, and we could get Batman actually doing like a little more like quote unquote like crime fighting type stuff. Oh, I got you. Like more action oriented stuff. Yeah. Well the name of the new show is called Cake Crusader. It's okay. Ba- Batman Cake Crusader. We need to pitch this oh. to fucking Warner Brothers. She had a real word down. It's like you've Batman. already got him doing primal. Throw him on this. It'll be fucking gold. I'd also love to see how he would his version of Batman. I would love to see how that would look as well. Yeah. Man, I love Tarkovsky. The fucking 2D animated Clone Wars. I thought that was a I thought that was a fever dream when I was like real little until I saw or until we got both parts of it on DVD from Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. That show was sick. So good. It was. Because I remember when I was little little best character on there and you know it. I remember when I was little little seeing the like actual individual segments on Toonami. Yeah. Because they wouldn't be like five minutes long. They were literally in yeah. between shows. Yeah, that was like one of their bumpers they used. Yeah. And it was... Oh, I can remember yeah. uh, sitting there on uh, Friday nights. This was after Cartoon Cartoon. They had another yes. They had another block that actually had like two hosts sitting on a couch or whatever. Uh, and, I don't uh, remember the name of it. There was one weekend they actually showed all of season one and two in a two-hour marathon. Huh. No commercials. And it was... Fucking amazing. Uh, I was really excited when they put it all on Disney Plus, honestly. Yeah. As 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 well as the two Ewok movies from the eighties that I, I also have, got from Netflix years ago and watched. The th- the only thing I have about Disney Plus putting it out like they did, I would have actually done it to where I would have edited all the episodes in one season just together as a volume one. Well the thing is is that it was done out <laughs> as volume one and volume two. Well, I mean, like, all together as one actual continual, continuous play. Uh, I understand why they didn't, though. Because it was initially released as two volumes, so they wanted to keep it split up like that. Yeah, I mean, like, split season one and season two, but I mean, like, the episodes themselves oh, yeah. added together where it just free flows through the whole yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. and you don't got to keep hitting the damn button. I'm assuming yeah. it got taken down since it's on Disney+, Plus, but you used to be able to watch it all on YouTube. Oh, yeah, together I like that. yeah, I remember. That's how I rewatched it. That's how I rewatched it as well. You know what you can actually, once upon a time, you know what you could find all of on YouTube? What? The original run of Reboot. Yes. I remember that's how I watched it. That show was, I watched it back in the day when we yeah, actually got Yeah, we know you're an old fart. That's how I watched uh, Reboot, uh, Dragon Ball Z for the first uh, time. My favorite uh, yeah. Canadian show, though, that I watched, like, when I was younger, and then I rewatched relatively recently... But now I can't find anywhere to watch it currently. Dan versus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I really liked that show. It was really good. I think I binged all, watched it all in a week. I, I did. I did it in like three days, maybe, or something like that. Didn't it used to be on the Hub or whatever? It was on the Hub. That's where. No, it was on Discovery Kids before the Hub. No, it was the Hub because the Hub had trans. It, it, it transitioned. Discovery, Discovery Kids had transferred or transitioned into the Hub at that point. So it, it was, yeah. Back at some point. And yeah, because it turned it, into Discovery Family. Yes. 
uh, I remember. I, the hub. I remember on. I remember watching fucking Discovery Kids, watching the fucking Future is Wild, and uh, was it Tuttenstein or whatever? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, growing up creepy and that sort of I, thing. I didn't. I never watched that one. That was never my thing. I did watch. Was it Grossology or whatever? I really liked that one. That uh, Future is Wild and uh, Tuttenstein were the main. Oh, and uh, Time Warp Trio. That was the other one that I watched a lot. You kind of remind me of one of the kids. So so I'm saying, <laughs> while I'm thinking about it, did anybody actually check out the reboot series that came out on Netflix? Of what? Reboot. No, I have not. I didn't even know they did that. I didn't either. I did. It's called uh, Reboot the Guardian Code. Uh, the premise is actually not the problem. The story's actually decent. Presentation is shit. Jonathan, is your fan on over there? Yeah, I am on. melting. He's blocking it. Oh, yeah, his big-ass head's probably in the way. Not to mention I'm also in the way. So, yeah, but your head isn't as big. So I actually sat down and watched his the head, first season. If you look, there's just a little bit of fuzz on it, so it's the giant peach. And he's James. Really? Okay. Anyway. Hold on. We're still on Discovery Kids for a second. <laughs> oh. Um, was there anything else on... Oh, wait. Anyways. On Discovery Kids, there was the show The Future is Wild. Yeah. Which was actually based on an old uh, speculative zoology book called The Future is Wild. It was super controversial at the time and everything, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know why they turned it into a weird time-traveling TV show. But it's interesting that they used those animals, though. Because a lot of those animals were out of this world, like fucking pre-octopi. And... Um, I'm not remembering this thing. Giant octopi that are like fucking elephants, or cephalopods at least. And flying fucking fish, like literal flying fish. Hmm. They replaced birds or whatever the hell. Uh, I wasn't able to find a physical copy of the book, but I bought it. It was on Amazon or some other site like that. I know Time Warp True was also based on a book series. I yes. At some point used to have one of the books. Uh, I think I read most of the books. The books were actually really good. But Future's Wild was very different. Um, also, I remember when, what was it, Wild Kratts came the on? Wild Kratts, yeah. I remember when that came on and I got super excited because that was the fucking brothers from Zaboomafu. Yeah. yeah. And I actually really liked that show and it's actually really deep. It still holds up to this day. Zaboomafu or Wild Kratts? Both. Zabumafu is awesome. Yeah, Zabumafu is time. And you and Zabumafu. I was heartbroken when I found out. I know. You didn't have to tell me that. You didn't know? No! You didn't know? It was all about the news. Slaver that played Zabumafu passed away at the zoo in, uh, where was it? It was in Atlanta, wasn't it? It was either Atlanta or it was like the Chicago Zoo. I mean, I assumed he was already dead, but. No, he only passed away, like, I think last year, year before. Aw, oh, damn it. Yeah, they said he was, like, 30, right at 30 it, was in, it was at the New York Zoo. Oh, okay. Shit, okay. 2014. Yeah, 2014, oh, yeah. He damn. died a little while ago. Kidney it had been failure. that long? A kidney failure, shit. I, I didn't realize it had been that long. Yeah, it was... I mean, to be fair, he was 20 years old. I was about to say, that was an old... old that was... He, he lived a yeah, while. Lemur, like, yes. legit. Hey, apparently he had kids. Yeah, kids. Yeah, he did. Damn, his legacy lives on. 
I did love uh, the Pratt brothers, though, on that show. And then I really liked uh, Wild Pratt's. Like, it was, it was pretty damn good. You know, Zabumafu was actually on a couple of those episodes. Mm-hmm. He made uh, appearances on it. I've huh. watched every episode of the Wild Kratts, to my knowledge. I haven't, but... Yeah. I highly suggest doing it. Like, Because, I mean, it's, it's kind of informational if you didn't know the stuff already. And it's just pretty good watching in general. Yeah. Um, I think other shows like that. Um, weird, obscure shows that were actually good. Between the Lions. Oh, I was I just that. thinking of that. That was on what, PBS? PBS. Yep. yep. The only time I, I ever actually watched it was when I went over to my grandparents' house because they didn't have cable. Yeah. It was the Animated Adventures of Larry Boy. The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Johnny Quest. I still Quest. remember that. You can actually get season one and season two on Amazon for like $25 a season. Um, and I'm I thinking have... about dropping the money to get it. That's the original, correct? Or is no, that the reboot? The re- That's the reboot. Yes. Right? Yeah. The one that came out like in the late nineties. Yes. That um, like had C- it was the first like one of the first American shows to have CGI animated segments. It was not until about five or six years ago that I actually sat down and watched all of that. I had watched a little bit when in the early two thousands. I think it went into the late two thousands, mm-hmm. early twenty tens as well. Mm-hmm. Or it actually might still be airing. I just don't know because I don't have cable. But Boomer Action they used to do and it was like justice league johnny quest and then like i think it was also teen titans and whatever else like the superhero ish type stuff yeah and like the more action oriented stuff but that was also a really good vlog because it usually came on at night and i'd stay up super fucking late on weekends watching i used to have the original uh johnny quest series that came out like the 60s or whatever yeah that's what i was getting to my uncle jimmy let me borrow all of his VHS copies of Johnny Quest. The original. I used to have two episodes of it on VHS. I could actually operate a VHS player before oh. I could talk to people. Same. Same. My mom taught me so I wouldn't bother her. Exactly. I could also repair one before it I could was, talk to people. Same. Same. Um, it was a little but bit... But what's funny is the one we're using it, or they're using it at the house right now, which is technically mine. I kind of want to go hornswoggle it so we can watch all of my movies. Plus, if I took all of my movies from the house, they'd be left with, like, 20, like, VHS tapes and five DVDs. But, oh, most of those movies are mine, because I used to go to yard sales, and I'd just buy, like, big fucking moving boxes full of VHS tapes for, like, four bucks. Yeah. I also have a few Betamax tapes because of that. But, um, the VCR that we're using at the house currently, (laughs) I tried to fix it, I couldn't, but it won't rewind. But we have, like, one of the rewinders, like, they used to use at, like, Blockbuster and stuff. Like, those, like, nice ones. I picked up one of those at a yard sale for five bucks. And we use that to rewind our VHS tapes because it does it way faster. So, you said Betamax, and I don't know why that made me think of this. You remember the Mandy Show, right? Yes. You remember some of the skits? Yes. Do you remember Blockbuster? Yes! Yeah. Oh, there was man. an episode where this dude came in, he's like, I came in to rent this movie on DVD, and they're like, oh, no, you didn't say DVD. You said BVD. Yes. And it was it was like a DVD player, but it was like fucking big, huge, round pieces of wood. Yes. And it's like, you need to rent BVD player, and they slap it on the counter, they slide it in, and they literally have to, like, 
full string crank it. Like a, ch- like a chainsaw? And it's so damn loud, you can't even hear the movie. It was the most ridiculous thing. My favorite movie I have on VHS. Betamax made me think of that. My f- or not VHS. My favorite movie I have on Betamax is I have a two-part copy of The Right Stuff in a bubble case on yeah. Betamax. I wonder if that's even worth anything. It might be. But also have, I know they're worth something. I have at least two copies of each Disney movie that was released on VHS. Animated Disney movie that was released on VHS. Because I know I have some that are the Black series and some that are the Diamond series. I used to All of which are in their bubble cases that are in good condition. The only ones I had that were di- the Black Diamond was Aladdin, Cinderella, and what was the third? Um, Jungle Book. I'm pretty sure I have a copy of each for the Black Diamond series. Now, every, everything else I, know I, have I had Alice in Wonderland. was the Masterpiece Collection. I have those as well in the bubble cases. I used to have all of them. Yeah, because the I have case. two copies of The Little Mermaid, one of which has the dick in the background, one of which doesn't. Yeah, I which I think is really funny. Because uh, I know I have the... It, I think I have each of them that were released for the Black Diamond that I've gotten from yard sales or were my mom's when she was younger. Uh, I know I have one of each of the Black Diamond series. And I think I have all of the masterpiece, but I'm not sure. This one I have to double check. But Aladdin is one of my... is. It is... I'd say it is my favorite movie from the Disney Renaissance. Easily. I haven't seen that movie in years. Really? We'll probably watch it in a little bit. It's a good movie. It's either Aladdin or it's Beauty and the Beast, but it's only Beauty and the Beast because of the music. Yeah. And because I'm such a big fucking music nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gaston's villain song is incredible. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite... Just the whole scene in the lodge was just one of the best parts of that movie. My favorite... The live action did that part perfectly, in my opinion. I have not seen the live action. I, I highly suggest watching just that part, if nothing else. I mean, I'm terrified the movie's to all right. I don't want the original to be spoiled. Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you what you need at some point. I'll let you see what you need. <laughs> oh, that's but the, the guy that played LeFou, I cannot remember his name. Who? But he, LeFou. Oh, yeah. yeah. He did such a good job. He also has a backstage in theater, which helped a lot. Mm-hmm. And so did the guy who played Gaston. Luke Evans. Yes. Yeah. He has a background in theater as well. Dude, he, have you seen his movie Dracula Untold? Yes. It is that great. That sick. But the guy Wasn't that played... That the ori- sorry. Okay. Wasn't that the original, supposed to be the original start of the Monsterverse or whatever? No, actually, the mummy was. Yeah, the mummy was. Yeah. No, no, no. It was originally supposed to get started because of Dracula Untold. Yes. And oh. because of the uh, box office reviews or that, they kept pushing it back. Yeah. That made me really mad because we were supposed to get a creature from the Black Lagoon in that. Uh, I don't know why, but that really made me think of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Have you seen that movie? I've read the comic it's based on. Uh, I have as well. I also have. I don't know if it. It might have been a fever dream. I don't know, but I'm. I feel like I'm at least ninety percent sure that for my birthday one year, my uncle gave me the novelization of the movie League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Huh. I'm ninety percent sure. I know I also got the novelization of was it Van Helsing the movie? Yeah, I like that. Movie. That was a really yeah. good movie. That was like super crapped on for no reason at all, even though it had the best fucking on-screen werewolves. He also gave me a copy of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, 
from the earth to the moon, journey to the center of the earth, and master of the earth. All of which were copies from the 50s that he had in his collection. He gave me those for Christmas one year. Because he knows Jules Verne is one of my, is my favorite classics author. He is incredible. And I even, I even really liked the Brendan Fraser Journey to the Center of the Earth movie. I don't think I ever saw it. Really? I think yeah. I saw it once, and that's a long I, time I used to have a, I used to have a DVD copy of it, but I think I destroyed it from watching it so much. Uh, because I loved the book so much. It was one of the first actual chapter books I read. The, I forget what the first was. It might have been, like, fucking Junie B. Jones or some shit. So you... You, you brought up the monster universe. Did you know who all was going to play in what? I know I Johnny, used to know. I know Johnny Depp was supposed to be uh, the Invisible Man. I, I was think. really excited for that. No, I knew this before oh, that. I did too. I just didn't know if you that's where you got it or not. I know. Uh, rumor has it that uh, Angelina Jolie was supposed to be Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Yes. And I forget. I forget all the movies. Uh, Frankenstein was going to be Javier Bardem. Yes. Which would have been awesome. That would have been incredible. And I do not recall who was going to play the creature from the Black Lives. I know, I that's not what either, I was hung up on. But, but I would have, I was really excited. Oh, I would have, I would have watched it nonetheless. That hilariously know. photoshopped image of them, like, not interacting at all. I don't know what it is, but I fucking love Creature from the Black Lagoon, Swamp Thing, and Man Thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's just swamp creatures I like, but I also am a man of cryptids. Fair <laughs> you ever, enough. You ever seen Shape of Water? I have not uh, yet. Yeah, not yet. We've I've been talking about it, either yeah. renting it or buying it or whatever on whatever. I haven't technically seen it, but I've seen like enough of those videos on YouTube where I've I haven't either. Everything. I I, I don't know. I haven't watched any of those because I've been wanting to watch the movie before I do. So, because I've heard I've heard interesting things about it. So did y'all actually watch the Mummy movie? The one with Which Tom one? Cruise? Not the Tom Cruise one, because I was just no. like, <laughs> that was the start. No. That was actually going to be the first part of the MonsterVerse. Because I watched it. It suffered from everything that Warner Brothers movies suffer from. Can you? Does, yes, I know. Class wants to take a guess. Ooh, 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 me, me, me. You, sir. CGI. CGI. <laughs> also, the fact that Tom Cruise himself was meddling heavily in the movie. They CGI'd shadows in that movie. That there made me was so no mad. No fucking point in that. Which one was the one with Tom Cruise? That was um. Was it? Which one was the one? Was it just the Mummy? Was yeah, the name of it? The Mummy. Okay. I still love I the Brendan Fraser. I was going to say, Brendan Fraser's my favorite. Yeah. Did you, did, yes. Because Brendan Fraser's my boy, and I was real mad when they did I it wrong. I I and I was. Tomb of the Dragon I did too. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the CGI but, and the Yetis and some of the undead was spotty. Have you guys ever seen the animated series? Yes. I have not. I have a few on DVD I might, somewhere. I might borrow those from you if you ever fucking find them. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. But, uh, I need did to you go know, through my shit at the house. Apparently, uh, the those G, uh, the GI Joe movie that came out, like yeah. the first one, yeah, the original. Apparently, those are technically set in the Mummy universe. Yeah, yes. because Brendan Fraser's apparently uh, a distant relative of the one from the Mummy. Yeah, yes, I think that is so funny. But that also, um, have y'all seen Inkheart? No, uh, it had <laughs> Brendan Fraser in it, and it had uh, Paul Bettany in it as well. I was technically forced to read the book. I wasn't forced to read. I read it of my own accord, and I read the whole series. Sadly, I fell asleep through the audiobook. Oh, it's stupid me. They're actually really good books. I highly suggest them if you haven't read them, Tomathan. And then watch the first movie, 
Mm-hmm. It's actually really good in my opinion, especially with who they had in it. They had they had a pretty damn good cast. The only reason is because I had to do a book report on that, and I didn't get to choose the book. Okay, yeah. So out of spite, yeah. I slept through it. I did the same thing with Frankenstein. I think that's why I have a distaste for that, Mary Shelley enough, Frankenstein. Oddly enough, the thing I actually have a history with Frankenstein Ooh. because before you fucked Frankenstein. No. <laughs> Said you had a okay, history. So. Necrophilia is always um Don't do that okay. to me, man. Um anyway. So You know necrophilia is my eighth favorite subject. So so the thing is though, I was not an active reader at all. Like the only reason I read uh, like the Harry Potter books, the three that I actually read. Which three did you read again? Uh, I read uh Sorcerer's Stone, Chamber of Secrets, and uh, Goblet of Fire. Okay. You're one of those people that goes in order. He didn't go in order. I He's... didn't. I literally was like... He skipped back, Prisoner of Azkaban. when we were like expected to check out at least one book like every yeah. week. So well, that I did, was easy I did that for me. to follow, that, follow those guidelines. I begged the librarian to allow me to check out two books at a time when I was in like third grade because I've always been a reader. Uh, I get it from my mom and I get it from my uncles. Uh, they're incredibly big book collectors. Uh, I know both of them have books that are thousands of dollars. And I know one of them has a climate-controlled library that he filled in his pool to build because uh, he had so many books he couldn't keep them in the house anymore. Hmm. Uh, It's a fucking amazing library. I know the a uh, British version of the Harry Potter series, like the originals. Yes. The Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, the Philosopher's Stone and all that. Uh, I, I know always someone... say the I always say the Philosopher's Stone. I mean, well, I mean, I saw the movies before. I saw the first movie before I actually read the book. Was it Harry? Uh, I'm hold on. My this was one of my friends looked at me. This is when I still had like real short hair, because at one point my head was almost buzzed, which is yeah. kind of crazy to think about, but. Uh, I was smoking with my friends, and he looked at me. He giggled, and he said, "Harry Pothead and the Sorcerer who got stoned." And uh, anyway. so he actually said the philosopher, not is because I know that man's very literate. <laughs> anyway, I know someone who had the uh, original, like back oh, when the, they first came yes. out from England. My uncle has them. Those are the ones I read, but I had you know how I had to read them. With a fucking magnifying glass and a pair of tweezers with bending the pages, opening them about that far. So I wouldn't bend the spine. And he supervised me reading them. But I did read... read well, this is recently. This, these were my copies. I did read, I think it was four and five in less than 16 hours. Huh. Back, oh, almost back to back. I think I finished... Or I, read, I read four... It actually might have been, I think it was four and five. I don't remember. I think it was four and five. five. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It might have been three and four, but I think it was four and five. But I read four, went to sleep that night, woke up that morning, and then read the next books. Yeah. And then I was disappointed because I had nothing else to read. But back then, you know, I didn't actively read unless I was told to, pretty much. Yeah. So. Poor child. I mean, here's the thing, though. I didn't actually start actively reading until I got in high school. You told me. Yes, because uh, I had a uh, coach uh, Tucker. Yeah. And he he taught my English class in my uh, senior year. My senior year, 
the first thing that we were told that we needed to read, he's like, I don't, right? He said, I'm going to give you cliff notes one way or another. Like in a presentation, you don't have to read it, but you can if you want to. Is your cord over there? Can you plug that in, please? And uh, so I was like, yeah, whatever, you know. And I've seen how actually big the book was. Because Frankenstein's a small book. And I was like, and, you know, I'll read that and just kind of ace this class. I don't know what it was, but I just wasn't a fan of that book. And I literally read that whole thing the first night. I read it from start to finish, and I, I never in my life had actually been engulfed in a story like that. So I actually walked in the next day. I threw it on his desk. It's like, here's the problem, sir. I've already read it. He's like, I just gave it to you yesterday. I'm like, yeah, I haven't read something like that ever. He's so, like, hell, it's like $7. I get charged like $7 if I lose any copy the end of the year. I'll let you have that one. I'll cover it. I'm like, shit, okay. Um, something then, similar happened to me in seventh grade. My literature teacher had a small, like, rolling shelf of books. Mm -hmm. And the first day of that class, she told us to go pick out a book. And she went in alphabetical order because I'm closer to the front. I got to go before most other people. So I was like, oh, shit. I got a whole collection of books here that won't be, that half of which won't be in the library because they're for older people, like high school age or like college age. Some of the books were, and I remember I saw it was a 1976 print copy of the novelization for Star Wars, huh. with set photos in the middle. Huh. I read it. The next day, or the second day of school, I came in, and I told her it was amazing, blah, 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 and how much I loved it, because I love Star Wars. And she was like, well, all right, you can keep that copy. I mean, I don't care. And I was like, oh, shit, so it's at home on my bookshelf. Right. It's beautiful. You know at least I, I think that's the same copy. I might have actually read that copy until it fell apart and gotten another one. So, <laughs> again, I think this is one of the reasons why I do have the problem where sometimes my words do get jumbled. Yes. Is because I never read, like, actively. I always, like, literally every time I took a reading test, I did not care about reading so much because so much to the point that every time they gave me a reading test, I was two grades below. And that was because I literally did not give a shit about reading. Because as soon as I read Frankenstein, I was in. You know what we actually read in what came after Frankenstein in that curriculum that year? What? Beowulf. And I read it from beginning to end in translated old english i didn't even have yes. modern english uh, the, i did the same thing so i mean in, i went from like literally no care in the world about words think. and reading to like jumping headlong into beowulf of all things it might have been fifth grade i think it was when they did a test on me and uh my reading level in fifth grade was a first was a freshman college reading level hmm. i read gone with the wind in fifth grade oh wow yeah and like I was saying, I read, I was reading Jules Verne when I was in like first grade. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise anybody. And with my family, it doesn't surprise anybody either. Um, there was so much classic literature I read in elementary school. And then when we read it or when we were go, when we were going to read it in like high school, when we were supposed to read it, mm -hmm. I had already read the book and I didn't want to read it again because <laughs> some of them I didn't like. I will use fucking uh, Mark Twain's words here. I want to dig up... Hold on, let me get her name right. Oh, boy. 
I want to dig up Jane Austen and bash her skull in with her own shin bone. I fucking hate Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> wow. I read that in third grade, I think, and I fucking hated the book. Wow. And so did Mark Twain, which is kind of funny. Mark Twain was an asshole anyway. I love Mark Twain. Mark Twain is my one of my literary heroes, along with... Uh, oh, I'm not ability to write it off. Mark Twain's a hell of an author. It's very hard for me to pick one. So my literary heroes are Timothy Zahn, mm -hmm. uh, what's his name, R.A. Salvador, who wrote the Forgotten Realms books. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, it's on the top, tip of my tongue. Hey, um, David, you're in the 8%. Fucking hate Pride and Prejudice. Uh, let's see, Jules Verne, and who's the other? Oh, uh, Douglas Adams. Those are my four literary heroes. And as a honorable mention, because I technically put them above everybody else because of how much I liked one of his book series, mm -hmm. Roland Smith. Not he even wrote... going to mention Drew Carpishian. No, not on mm -hmm. this list because of the way that a bunch of these other people influenced me when I was younger. Oh, gotcha. Because I read my first Forgotten Realms book in probably fourth grade, third grade, somewhere around there. Because my uncle, whose name is also David, let me borrow one of his books because he saw that I was reading something. It, it was probably uh, something by... Um, what's his name? Hold on. Uh, Pierce Anthony, yes. I was reading Pierce Anthony. He wrote the Zant series, which is incredible highly suggest if you've never read it it's a fantasy series that takes place in an amazing universe but there's so many all of the almost all of the creatures are puns yeah i've, I've been it. told about it love it times. highly suggest it i've met pierce anthony he's a weird dude uh, <laughs> i also met uh what's her name uh jody lynn nye who co-wrote the visual guide to Zant. Which I have signed by her. When I got her to sign my copy, she said that is the first copy she's ever signed. Hmm. Yes. Which I thought was awesome. And I talked to her for a little bit. She did a panel for some sort of fantasy concept, and it was just them talking about it. Mm -hmm. I forget what it was exactly. But before that panel, she had uh, the signing. And oh, she's such a cool person. I can say the same thing for Eric Flint and every and David Weber and whoever else wrote the uh, 1632 series. They're all really funny, really cool people because I went to a panel done by them as well. Um, I've just met a lot of really cool authors and stuff. Um, and I've just been reading pretty much as long as I've been able to. Yeah. I've been reading chapter books longer than I, almost as long as I've been reading picture books. I mean, uh, it's my family, my mom's side. Everybody over there fucking loves to read. My Lord, dad's your, side. Your dad and his collection. Yes. Oh, Good like his Lord. like his leather bound James Bond books. Yeah. Um. Was it uh, was it Mao Zedong on guerrilla warfare? Uh, the art of war. Guerrilla um, Warfare by Che Guevara. Yes. 
uh, was it uh, the Devil's Bodyguard, which was about the people that were the bodyguards for Hitler. Yeah. Uh, that worked for the CIA during World War Two, because they knew if somebody killed Hitler, then they'd put a more competent leader in charge of Germany. So they and then my grandfather actually met the guy that wrote the book. I'm pretty sure it's actually signed, but I hmm. don't remember. Hmm. Uh, Dirty jokes and beer. I forget what that book's about. I don't know. That was Drew Carey's book. Um, I think it was kind of funny. Uh, I forgot it wasn't mine. I thought it, I thought it was one I'd gotten. I got something very similar, but that copy of Brain Droppings by George Carlin is at the house. That is my dad's copy. I got another book. I think I got another book that was written by George Carlin that I don't remember. Um, George Carlin was just a comedy mastermind as well. Yeah. Um, he was very different for his time. He was way ahead of his very. time. I mean, if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be allowed to swear on TV. Exactly. Was it um, an incomplete list of dirty words? It was one of my favorite bits he ever did. As you know, uh, he actually got into a lawsuit. With, yes. Um, what was it? Um, I think it was the MSR, or the, the people behind the, the It was MSRB. the FCC. It was the FCC. the FCC. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he got into a lawsuit with them because uh, they were saying, you're saying all these words and you can't say those even on like primetime, late night television. Yeah. Because, you know, back then they could get away with more stuff on late night, but he pushed that line and he literally wound up in a lawsuit and said, uh... D20 gaming, y'all, f- uh, I feel y'all, pl- uh, I feel like y'all play D&D. Yes, we do. What? Uh, I'm actually working on a campaign for these two. I've written it specifically for two people. It's going to be very interesting. There are going to be a lot of, like... I see a dice box. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. These are my Warhammer, technically they're Warhammer dice, but, yeah, but I, mean, I, they're, they're... I use the, those for Magic the Gathering. Uh, my actual D&D dice set, and then all of my, or some of my D20s for Magic the Gathering as well are in this box. Plus, um, my dice bag that was hand-knit by a friend. I saw Harry Ingalls not that long ago. That's cool, which edition? Um, for D&D, we usually play 5e. I mean, mean, that's just... That's what we got books for. But I played. Uh, I mean, I played. I played three point five. Yes. Four. I've played two. Which was what? That's technically Crown Royal bag. We got one of those two floating around. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wherever it in the bucket over there. Oh, okay. Well, there's another one. Oh, it's um, under my keyboard. Yeah, I was about to say. There's that one, and then that one's purple, isn't it? Yeah. We've got a gray one for my vanilla crown. I'd, I'd kill for some of that crown reserve right uh, now. Tomb of Annihilation is laying over there. I think I still have the uh, the guide to that uh, that one with all the uh, constructs. Yes. Yeah. I forget what it was. And then there's a player's handbook laying around here somewhere. Uh, my copy of uh, Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica is at Ashley's house. Yeah. Um, a, I actually need sleep. that because I need a couple things out of it. also need a couple things out of the... Uh, what was it? The uh, War of the Spark book I bought. Yeah. I knew a couple of things out of that. Y'all are going to really like this campaign, though. It's going to be so stupid and so fun. <laughs> also, we, don't, we don't just play D&D. We also play oh, just kind of like whatever RPG comes across Magic. The table. We play Magic the Gathering. Almost any board game. Some of which we won't play twice. 
Uh, yeah, that's for damn uh, sure. Time stories. No. What was the other? What was that one? Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. There was another uh, super big ass game that we said we'd never touch again. Yes. Five oh four. Yes. Fuck. Nope. Never Big again. Gaming says I'm running Pathfinder Second Edition. I haven't actually looked at the Second Edition. Second Edition in depth. I've only I haven't played either. First Edition Pathfinder. Same. That's. I mean, that's what we played at the shop. Yeah. I mean, uh, we played Batter Five E or Shadowrun. And I've also uh, I've also got the philosophy that if you, that if an RPG comes across my table, I'm going to look into it and try it at least once because I've tried. Uh, I've, <laughs> we I've were tried also working on a system. We worked on several. Well, I'm talking about the recent one. What was it like? Tron. The is it was basically, basically Tron. Tron yeah. yeah. It was Big like a mix between like. Yeah. It was like a mix between like the Tron universe, the Cyberpunk universe, and the yeah. Shadowrun universe. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, Shadowrun is Cyberpunk, played, but. Yeah, that's another one we played. Uh, Shadowrun. Have you played Cyberpunk before? Not the, the actual... RPG. No. I have. I have not. It is something else. It's really good though. Highly suggest it if you ever can. I really want to play All Quiet on the Martian Front, but... Yeah, we can't get the figures for that. Yeah, the... Big games, it sounds cool. Yeah, we... We're really big gamers, into gaming. Yeah. Yes. Tabletop gaming is one of our big things. Uh, also, right here is... It's off, sh off camera, but it's my gelatinous cube miniature that does open up and has a spot to put a regular-sized miniature inside of to show that it's been, like, absorbed by the cube or whatever. That's my favorite miniature I own. You get that Cuban Bendigo. I'm gonna smack you with this bottle. We're going to Bendigo, Morty. We gotta go get me Cuban. Face, hell yeah. Um, but first we gotta stop and get petrol. It's at some point you need to help Patrick build a character for this campaign because I'm oh, getting. Oh no, I filled it with diesel. Okay. Because I'm getting close to being ready for y'all to play. Okay. So I need you to help him build a character at some point. Like I said, homebrew is allowed. Please run it by me first. Oh, okay. Well, you're not even that funny. Oh, please. I'm funny looking naturally, so everything else just comes with it. Aren't we all? Harry is a little bits. <laughs> little bits. Um, was, I'm trying to think of other stuff we play, like, relatively frequently. We haven't played it in a minute, but I really like playing UFS. Yeah, UFS is pretty, pretty but fun. I, but I also have, like, the best deck when we were playing. Cause yeah, because I, I got banned. Yeah. Didn't like three cards from that deck get banned or some shit? It was actually just the one. It was the, had, uh, the female. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, yeah, yeah was, I know what you're talking yeah. about, though. That game was really That is a universal fighting system. It's actually a card game made by Jasco Games, and they have the rights to use many different IPs. The deck I had was built around uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, there's Cowboy Bebop, there's Mega Man... Uh, there's a Mortal Kombat set. Um, yes, because we have, Street Fighter set. to our knowledge, a literally priceless card. Yeah, it's not listed on their database. It's a of all places. super ultra rare or whatever it was called. It's a, yeah, it's an ultra rare uh, showcase or something like yeah, that. Yeah, of a candy from a Street Fighter. It is in a sleeve and put up. Yeah. Because that thing is technically priceless and I love it. Yeah, the, ga um, the game's fun. The biggest, the biggest downturn of it, though, is it... It's a little get, complicated. It gets complicated really easily. I was able it's, to pick it up real fast, yeah, though. Faster just, than I thought I was going to be able to. Yeah. It's just the biggest hurdle to it. There's a lot of numbers. 
a lot of numbers and a yes. lot of mechanics. I love it though. It was real fun to play. I still want to play Flesh and Blood. I do too. Because that's a more streamlined version of you. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Problem um, is, so here's the problem with the Flesh and Blood. Oh, it, I re I it, renewed my Pokemon Judge certification not too terribly long ago. Nice. So I'm still a Pokemon Judge. Yay. So in case you haven't heard though, this is the only actual problem with Flesh and Blood. Yeah. In order to get in Flesh and Blood, you have to have the starter deck because that has yes. all your energy and basic moves and all that yes. shit. Here's Isn't the problem. It, like, you just can't find them anymore. They're not in print anymore. Yes. But they're still coming out with expansions. That's, that's ridiculous. That's in my yeah, it's like, that's the hurdle to getting into Flesh and Blood. But if you get into it, it's like it has a super big following. Oh, learn something today. What is it? I would like, I would like to hear. Um, I'm trying to think. We played... Uh, I haven't played it in a hot minute, but I had a decent deck built for uh, Redemption. Yeah, Redemption's fun as well. Um, but that's more technically local, I guess? No, sir. That is, is it uh, nationwide? That is nationwide. I didn't know it was nationwide. I thought it was more no, the, like the, uh, the actual championship happens in Texas. Oh, I thought it was more East Coast. No. Okay. That is all over the U.S. Um, he, he, yeah, he was talking about learning UFS. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... If you ever find like somebody you can play with or whatever, highly suggest it. It's really fun. Ever play riffs? Yes, we have yes, played riffs. We have. I like the concept of riffs, but good God, I hate the stats for that damn game. Yep. I hate those stats. Um, it's fun as hell because of how free and open it is, but I haven't actually played Pokemon in a long time. It's probably been four years since I've actually played the Pokemon card game. Yeah. But uh, I do know all the mechanics, how to play, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I played the uh, online TCG for a long time. B20 Gaming says, yeah, yeah, it was the downfall of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't because... want to have to look at four different stats just to know how much damage I took from getting punched. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, I'll show you my Pikachu card later on. I got... Um... I have a card that's worth, like, I think it's $114, last time I checked. Which one? It's a Mega Agron EX alternate art. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That's pretty cool as well. Uh, I think it's worth 114 like, moderately played or something like that. Yeah. This one, I opened the pack and I put it in the sleeve when I was still, like, actually opening Pokemon cards. B20 Gamer says, hey, have a good night. Thanks for the conversation. We no problem, man. Coming, bud. Greatly appreciate you dropping in. Um, I was trying to think, because my brother used to buy, he still kind of does, but he used to buy Pokemon cards a lot, because he yeah. collected them, and I'd trade them, like, I'd be like, hey, you can play on my, because I have a nicer computer than he does, I'm like, hey, you can play on my computer, like, all day tomorrow if you let me have that card, mm -hmm. and I'd get, like, good stuff off of him mm -hmm. that I'd trade into Mike, <laughs> so I could get snacks or whatever that day. Yeah. Before I started working at the nursing home, and I'd all, he'd also give me all of the codes from the packs, and that's how I played online. Yeah, was opening packs that way, and he also bought some of like the like the, I think it's the elite trainer packs or whatever. Yeah, those also the come with the codes for the for the trainer kit. Yeah. so you get the whole trainer kit. Yeah, I do I like love the, that. I do like that part. I wish of Magic would do that. Yeah. For arena. That is the best thing about Pokemon is if you buy a booster pack, you can get that same booster pack on the online game. I and do I do flexible. like that Arena does give you 
uh, things for pre-release kits. Yeah. But I hate that they changed it to where it's only one per account now. Yeah. That kind of pissed me off. Um, yeah, because I know people that buy it by the box full. I literally bought six, or sorry, five, because it was, yeah, I bought five pre-release kits for Strixhaven. I've seen a man buy 20. The most I ever bought was like, what is it, like a case or whatever? Yeah, it was a case of uh, 20. Yeah, that's the most I've bought in at one time. Uh, I forget what set it was, but there's one set I bought a, like, case of, like, booster boxes. Uh, Dominaria? Yeah, it was Dominaria. Definitely Dominaria. It was like that night I came into the shop and I bought two boxes of Dominaria and then a box of like, no, it was a, a whole other box of M19 and then a box that was like half M19 and half Dominaria. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sold those to you. Yes, I remember. I do too. Because uh, I was like, I haven't actually gotten to open packs in a while. Let's go fucking ham. <laughs> And yeah. I had just gotten my first paycheck from the nursing home. Well, actually, technically, he came in and bought one box. Yes. And then I was like, I, I was... had him sweet talking to three more. Yes, but I was already wanting to buy other boxes. I just needed somebody to confirm my, my lust. Uh huh. Same thing with you and HeroClix, though. Hey, man, I love me some HeroClix. HeroClix are nice, especially since they redid the molds. Yeah. Sheesh. Uh, especially Apocalypse, which isn't out here, but... Not yet. But the Marquee of Death is incredible as well. Yeah. That molds... Mwah. Yeah, same thing with Super Scroll. I mean... Yeah. Uh, when did they redo that? Was that last year? Or earlier this year? It was early this year. That's Future Foundations. Like, yeah. Was, oh, was it Future Foundations was the first one? That they did oh, the like first that? one that did the molds? Yeah. No, the first one that did the molds was uh, the one before that. It was... Um, That's what cute. I thought. Or I couldn't remember. What was the name of that one? See, because he had a couple of them left over whenever I got there. And I, I cannot for the life of me remember what set that was. I don't remember either. Yeah. But I think that'll uh, draw this episode to a close. Yeah. Uh, just a friendly reminder, you can find... Uh, Find us on Anchor.fm, where you can also become a supporter in the form of monthly subscriptions of either $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month. And uh, we just want to say that we appreciate everybody that came in and uh, talked to us, and we appreciate everybody 100%. that will be listening to us later on down the road on the Spotify or whichever platform you, you're listening to us on. Yep. And we just want to say, go ahead. <laughs> Good morning, good evening, or good night. If nobody's told you, you've got amazing balls. Take it easy, people.